Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of the Locked On Yankees podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Gotts or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. Today is a series preview and injury update show. How exciting. The Yankees are facing the AL Best Minnesota Twins this weekend. And as I've said ad nauseum this week, this series is a big test for the injury-riddled Yankees. I'll look at the pitching matchups and let you know about any specific guys you should keep your eye on. Before we get into it, remember, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone by subscribing on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya. You can also subscribe in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Locked on Yankees in your car by telling your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Happy Friday, Yankee fans. The boys are back in town, fresh off their successful road trip. It's a seven-game homestand, and their first opponent is the AL's best team, the Minnesota Twins. You might be thinking, but Stacy, didn't the Rays just become the first team to win 20? Well, yes, that's true. But the Twins at 19 and 10 are better than the Rays at 20 and 11, thanks to that pesky winning percentage stat. The Twins are at 655, while the Rays are at 645. So it's very close, but they're still better. And speaking of winning percentage... The Yankees are 0-5 against teams with a winning percentage over 500, while the Twins are 8-7. And, and while I realize 0-5 is a small sample size, the Yankees' next 10 games are against teams with records over 500. The Twins, the Mariners, and the Rays. Out of those three teams, the Mariners are struggling, having lost four in a row heading into today's action, while the Twins and the Rays keep rolling along. So that easy schedule the Yankees started off with is over now. The Yankees are up to the SAT portion of their schedule. Tonight, James Paxton is facing off against Kyle Gibson. Paxton had a strong outing against San Francisco his last time out. He struck out eight and five and two-thirds. He did throw 106 pitches, but he's pitching on extra rest tonight. Gibson comes into today's game with a 4.88 ERA, but he's turned things around of late. He posted a 7.36 ERA, through his first three starts, then he did some work on his changeup, and in his last two starts, he's given up three earned runs to go along with 12 strikeouts and no walks. On Saturday afternoon, or Star Wars Day at the stadium, Jay Happ will be matched up against Jake Odorizzi. Happ was fantastic his last time out, pitching seven scoreless innings when the Yankees needed it against San Francisco. Odorisi also had a seven-inning performance of his own his last time out. His seven innings of shutout ball were against Justin Verlander and the Astros. And on Sunday, old friend Michael Pineda returns to Yankee Stadium. He'll be facing off against Domingo Herman. And don't think I didn't notice the irony of Domingo Herman pitching on a Sunday. He should pitch every Sunday. Anyway, Herman had a strong outing going his last time out, but he lost it a little bit in his last inning of work, but he still got the win, and he now leads the Yankees with five, which is a sentence no one expected to hear when this season started. Pineda underwent Tommy John surgery in 2017. He's had a bit of a rough start to the season. While his record is okay, he's 2-2, two and two. his ERA is up over six. 
So the Twins are heading into this series as the American League's best team, and they're facing a depleted Yankees team. So this could be the weekend that they start to turn some things around against the Yankees, because since 2000, the Yankees are 90 and 42 against the Twins in the regular season. They're 13 and 2 against the Twins in the postseason during that same time, and the Yankees have won their last seven regular season games against the Twins, outscoring them 57 to 17, and the Twins have only won one game in Yankee Stadium since 2015. So something's got to give. Remember, to get this show every day, subscribe to Locked on Yankees on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Yankees. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process, but today hiring can be easy and you only have one place to go to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now it's time for the injury update portion of the show. Yankee fans could see Miguel Andujar, Clint Frazier, and DJ LeMayhew return this weekend. It's possible we can see Giancarlo Stanton return at some point during this homestand. So LeMayhew injured his knee last week against the Giants. Well, last weekend against the Giants, but he said he's ready to go, so you could see him in tonight's lineup. The same can be said for Clint Frazier, who injured his ankle last week in Anaheim. He's eligible to return from the injured list today, and as of this recording, it's 7.49 a.m. Nothing's been announced, but it's looking likely that he'll be in uniform this weekend. Miguel Andujar played with the Tampa Tarpons this week, and as far as we all know, suffered no setback, so it looks like he's on his way back as well. In other injury news, Aaron Hicks hit a home run in extended spring training on Thursday. He has three hits so far, including that dinger and a double. He also went one for three with two walks on Wednesday and had an outfield assist. So it looks like he could be on the way back. No pun intended, you know, because he hurt his back. As for Giancarlo Stanton, he was hoping to return to the team during the West Coast road trip, but he's now eyeing a return in New York. So we'll see about that. An injury that seems to be shrouded in mystery is Aaron Judge's oblique injury. I know they said they wouldn't be sure of how long it would be before he could start playing again, but not hearing anything about it is worrisome because we've gotten really no updates about it. And that's a little scary to think about. I remember when it first happened, people were not exactly joking, but kind of trying to make light of it by saying, it's okay, he'll be out all summer, and then he'll help the Yankees down the stretch run in September and October. I really hope that's not the case, but it could be the case. We'll see. And the same goes for Luis Severino. You know, remember him? He's the ace of the Yankees pitching staff. 
Doesn't seem to be returning anytime soon either. It looks like Dell and Batansis should be back in June, which is a good thing because it's May. So that's only a month more that we have to wait for him. So one more thing before I go. I was Googling the Yankees, as I want to do every morning when I'm recording this podcast, because I want to make sure I'm not missing things, you know, missing any news that may have happened overnight. And my goodness, some people are really fired up about this whole Kate Smith, God Bless America thing. I found a letter to the editor that was published in the Mercury News' website out in Northern California. It's called, Who's More Racist, Kate Smith or the Yankees? And I'm not going to read the whole letter, but basically this man wrote into the paper giving everyone a history lesson about how long it took for Major League Baseball to become integrated. He let everyone know about the Negro Leagues. He let everyone know about Jackie Robinson, how talented he was and how highly respected he was. And he says that the Yankees should apologize and recognize the fact that the team and all other Major League Baseball teams were the supreme racists. Oh, he also called Kate Smith's version of God Bless America magnificent. Okay, there's a lot to unpack from this letter. Just Google it, you'll find it. Kate Smith's rendition of God Bless America isn't magnificent when you have to hear it 81 times a year for nearly two decades. That's one thing. Two, everyone knows about the history of Major League Baseball. People aren't proud about the history of Major League Baseball. It's always brought up. We all know about it. We all are disgusted by what Major League owners did in those early days, what Major League fans did to Jackie Robinson and the other players who came up and how they treated black people in general. It was disgusting. It's a mark on our history, that this country was so divided, it's still divided, but it was really, really bad back then. And now people want to distance themselves from that sort of racism. And it's not as if the Yankees are getting rid of God Bless America, they're just getting rid of Kate Smith's version. So I don't understand why people are so up in arms about this. I think it's a silly thing to be really upset about. You should be more upset about a lot of other unjust things that are happening in the world and not be worried about the feelings of a woman who died when I was in sixth grade. Kate Smith doesn't care about this. She's been dead since 1986. If you miss Kate Smith's version of God Bless America so much, then you should keep a recording in your house and when it gets to the seventh inning, just play it. See? Problem solved. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you all for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. When you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We'd really appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend, everyone, and I'll talk to you all on Monday.